Hi, this is Cody Daigle-Oriens, and you're listening to a new episode of Bearded Fruit. Yay! Normally there'd be a yay, but uh, you'll notice that uh, the conspicuous absence of Neil. Uh, Neil was uh, out of town for the weekend. He was over in Philadelphia at a conference, so we didn't get a chance to record over the weekend. And so I had this like a uh, fun master plan that I would have a guest on the podcast uh, to talk about um, sort of queer and queer adjacent things. It's not uh, this will be like the most the most straight version. The most straight episode of the podcast, wow. I think, ever. Yeah, right. this is the most straight episode of the podcast, bro. Uh, <laughs> so uh, on the podcast today, um, uh, my I have my friend, my best friend, my pal and bro and man, uh, <laughs> Alex Giannini. So say hey to Hi. everyone. Yeah. Glad to be here. And wow, you went from like zero to <laughs> 300 <laughs> real quick. I am practiced at I, this. Yeah, yeah this is... Was, um, we were all like mopey and then... Oh yeah, but this is like like yeah, podcast you know, mode. It's wow. like uh, yeah. all right, all right. So the reason Alex is here, at first I would do like a total disclaimer for the podcast. Um, um, only one of us is a queer person. We'll let you guess who that is. Uh, it's me. <laughs> uh, Alex is not gay or queer or or any. You're not any of the queers. I'm nothing. No, I'm just a dude. Yeah. <laughs> None of them. None, None of the them. queer. Well, you know. Not, not everyone can be cool. Um, <laughs> I've been struggling with that for many years. Thanks for bringing that up on the podcast. You're very though. welcome. Yeah, no, that um, makes me feel good. So what kind of where we're going to start is actually a conversation that we had over drinks at uh, a place that uh, near our work with uh, another colleague of ours, Melanie Kelly. So, hey, Melanie, you may listen because Alex is on. Um we were talking about, uh, I don't remember what we were even talking about. I have no idea. Yeah, because you mentioned it before, too. I, don't, I have no idea how we segued into this. So, oh, well, oh, I remember now. It's because when, so there were three of us and we were seated at a four-person table. And so oh, we're, we're right. getting to, we're going to sit down at the table. <laughs> and um, and I choose a side and then Alex chose the other side uh, because he was sitting next to Melanie. And there was, Melanie was like, oh, it's because I'm the new work wife. And uh, that's not what she really sounds like. Uh <laughs> But you know that's why he didn't sit next to me, and 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 I said, well, no, it's it's um it's because of the gay space. Uh, Alex had to make the gay space because that's what straight guys do. I, I had literally never heard the expression before, so immediately I was like, oh god, what did I do? I didn't. I just wanted more legs. Homophobia, yeah. <laughs> blatant homophobia. No, and so we started talking. We we talked very briefly there, but um, it's kind of like the. The place to jump in is uh, the is the the gay, space. the gay space. Yeah, and so for those of you who may not be familiar with the gay space or you don't know that that's what it's called, um, it's the the seat, or um, it's the seat left between two male gentlemen in a movie, <laughs> uh, so they're not sitting next to each other in the event that someone thinks they might want to make out after the movie. I guess, or, can there be any room for interpretation there, though, that you don't want to, no. like... Okay. All right, well, all right, that's been fun. That's yeah, just... no. I mean, yeah, of course, yeah, but... Well, no, because I, 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 like I said, I never heard it before, and I, I was like, oh, God, I didn't mean to do that. It was just like a subconscious, like, I'm not going to sit next to this dude thing, I guess. Which is... I know. Yeah, which is terrible homophobia, and oh, I so... Oh, that part, no. Congratulations. Oh. No, um... I've noticed it a lot in my life, uh, and I find particularly because I have had a lot of friends, most of my male friends have not been gay, most of my male friends are straight, and I noticed that with, in, in, they will not sit in the mm. 
the seat next to me at the movie theater or uh or um or like not that i would ever because neil and i don't even do this but like sit on the same side of the table at like a diner at like <laughs> i don't sit next to my wife at a diner same thing i don't eat but uh, or but like even, actually it happened <clears throat> yesterday we went out to a, to a restaurant for lunch yesterday and there were huge booths i mean they were massive like me you neil alessia <laughs> we all could have just sat there and been very comfortable and I, I said to her, I was like, hey, why don't you come over here? She's like, no. That's that's weird. It's well, and and similarly, like we don't we don't we would never do that. That's just that's a kind of level of I just mostly just don't want him to have that kind of access to my plate in case he wants to like take a fry oh. or something. Oh, that's I want I wanna have doing. like some oh. defensive postures. You know, that's um, probably what my wife was thinking. That is just very that's important to me. Um Defensive postures are important. Yeah. <laughs> what are you in Game of Thrones? <laughs> it is the my battle of Winterfell. Um, it's funny about that. I don't even watch the show. Um, so yeah, so like what I guess I think of it is is interesting about the about the gay space. And I and since you said earlier the that it, are there other ways to interpret it? Are there other ways to interpret it? What are the other ways to interpret it? The other way to interpret it is like when I go to the movies with my brother and I watch Michael Myers stab a bunch of people in the movie theater. I don't sit next to him. I, I if there is a seat to leave, I leave a seat so I could be more comfortable. Isn't comfort a thing? <laughs> I, mean, I suppose comfort is a thing. But would you would you leave that space with uh, with your wife? Depends. <laughs> <laughs> like, would you though? Why? Well, I mean, you know it less. I don't know. Sometimes. Um, no, I would never leave the the space with my wife. Oh, I guess so it's the gay space. You're not I intending guess. it. To, like, it's a gay space. Yeah, I guess. All right. And I say it like in a very like neutrally, non-judgmental way. Like, I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't think you're a. <laughs> I don't think you're a homophobe. Which How fucked up would that be? <laughs> it'd be the worst friendship ever. Um, yeah, like I don't think you're a homophobe, and I don't think that guys do that on with that in mind. Like, like I, I don't really want to catch. Yeah, it was never like a gay cognizant thing until you mentioned it, and then I became very aware of it. In all, <laughs> I'm always looking for the gay space now. It's just <laughs> same. <laughs> I mean, same. Um, <clears throat> yeah, but so like. Yeah, so like, what was other other than comfort? Like, is there another reason that you would not. leave that? I don't know, and it's almost like ingrained into me that like, why well, you just leave a space? I don't know. Yeah, like I mean, what I've always sort of assumed it to be is just that like unspoken um, uh, expectation that that guys are going to do whatever they can to not appear. Gay, like you know, you you don't want so anybody to think you're gay. I mean, gay space has a nice ring to it, but it could be like the dude bro space, the yeah. dude bro seat, right? Because you have to maintain your dude broness. Mm. Um, you have to like, I mean, you can't you can't appear like it's one thing to not actually do gay things to prove that you're not gay. Like <laughs> sleeping with women is a pretty strong indicator um, that that you're you're at least by at least by. Like right, b- right. bottom level, you're at least by, um, but you have to like, I have to leave the space to visually prove to anybody who mm. may be passing by, who just might in by a small chance assume that I might be gay that I'm not because there's we're saving a space for bro Jesus in between us. Oh God, bro Jesus <laughs> as a independent film is something it could I would be. Watch. <clears throat> well, maybe we can. Let's write it. No, no, I guess I. All right, I agree with that. I guess that's 
what I'm doing subconsciously all this time. I win. <laughs> you win. Yeah. And so, you go ahead. No, go ahead. You you, you go. Well, I'm I was so- just going to say, like, that, like, this, the notion of the gay space kind of, like, it circles around a thing that I've always been very interested in because, um, and I said a little bit before, um, like all of the very significant um, friendships that I've had in my life, my male friendships particularly, have all been with with straight guys, and um, they've been like inc- they've been incredibly important relationships to me. But um, I always I always sort of find them to be interesting spaces. Mm. Um, one because in the beginning I generally assume that I'm making friends with someone that one, I eventually, I eventually have to come out to this person and I eventually right. like have to have that moment of potentially being no longer friends because that's going to become this oh, weird thing. Yeah. Um, but then also like, <clears throat> I think there's a, there's a quality of, of being in a, being friends with someone and, and, uh, where I don't have this, like with, with, if I'm friends with another gay guy, there's never, uh, I don't feel like the tension that eventually maybe sometimes my gayness is going to be the end of the friendship, that there's going to be like a gay bridge too far. <laughs> <laughs> the bridge over the river. Hi. Um, <laughs> um, but, but that is always, that has always been kind of true in, in my, my really close friendships with, with straight men. But what has been weird about those, I think, is that my friendships with straight men have always been much better and mm. stronger and, and more meaningful to me than my friendships with um, gay men. That's interesting. I, mm. I guess I was, I was thinking, too, about the added layer of... Uh, maybe expectation because you and I spent a lot of time together mm-hmm. and coworkers refer to us as work married. So there's <laughs> also true. like yeah. that part of it where um, we do spend a lot of time together and sometimes people mix up our names. And right. uh, there was yes. one time a couple of weeks ago when someone asked us if we were married and both of us had, we didn't say it at the time, but we both had the exact same thought. It's like, oh, does she think we're married to each other? Because <laughs> that could be, I could see where that's a thing. I could see where that's a thing, yeah. yeah. Yeah, like yeah, um, yeah. So I, I guess a question I've never asked you: Am I your first like gay friend? No. Okay. No. Um, certainly my closest gay friend. I mean, you're and I'd, like that's a weird sentence to me because you're just <laughs> you're just my closest friend. So it's yeah. like um, I don't hold you up. Be like, look, gay friend. <laughs> Although I mean, if there's like a nice pedestal and perhaps a scepter and no, for sure, we, I could I could get into that. <laughs> no and i i don't know i i feel like I, it's well especially you and i have so much in common to the point mm-hmm. that it's it's almost comical the stuff that um i've even i've even got you saying things like man after every yeah, sentence almost um i'm still working on baseball I, I feel like that's a more of an uphill climb but i did get down I, it's so good <laughs> he watched the league that was and you loved it because it was good it was funny i have decided yeah. <laughs> Um, no, you're not my, my, my only gay friend. No, but I, I will say, I think, um, I don't think I know I'm much more comfortable as like, I, we talked a little bit today about, uh, binary, Mm non-binary and like the, the, there was something that came up on, on Facebook where, where somebody, um, a friend of mine on Facebook, uh, now identifies as non-binary and you like the, the second I saw it, I was like, I gotta ask Cody that because I don't know about this. You know, I don't know enough about not that I don't agree with that's not what I meant. Yeah. I meant like I don't know. Like the, the the dilemma for me was like a bunch of people were commenting and either congratulating 
them or um, saying things that they thought were you know like supportive mm -hmm. and 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 my inclination was like that's great for them but I like I don't I, the best thing to do here is to not comment at all to because what do you call it performative right performative yeah, yeah I feel yeah, like yeah. there's a lot of that um, so anyway the, the long yeah. that's a rambling way of saying like um, I'm much more. Uh, comfortable asking you uh, stuff and talking about things that I, uh, um, you know, I'm not close enough to other people to to to, to talk about that stuff. I mean, we talk about a lot of stuff, but yeah. Um, so yeah. I, and it's weird, because, but again, like that doesn't go to oh, it's because you're my gay friend. Like I, it's mm -hmm. just like I feel like I've I've brought stuff up to you that um, I you know I wouldn't ask anyone else. So yeah, that's I think an interesting thing that to, because. I, this is like a weird, a weird thing, but I, this is a friendship where I'm, I don't think that my, not anymore, mm. my, my queerness doesn't, not that it doesn't matter, but that I, I don't think about it as much. Mm. I don't think about it as it's much. It's more about Batman and Michael Myers, <laughs> <than> it, right? <laughs> no, that's very true. Yeah. Do you, I guess this is a weird question, but do you, do you feel like. Like when you interviewed for for this job, and you, you knew, like, was it something that you mentioned? Did you is is it always like, like for me, I used to play sports in college, and and for a long time, when I stopped playing, for a long time, I felt like I had to almost introduce myself as a former college athlete mm -hmm. because it was like that's such a big part of my life that I needed to bring into the conversation, yeah. so that people had like a starting point for yeah. me. Um, and I imagine at different points in your life, that was probably something you would do right yeah yeah so uh, so when I, they interviewed the library um i did i wanted to i wasn't gonna like you know do a song or anything and be like hey everybody that's weird because i did a, a song homo. during my that was my song at my interview <laughs> oh my god yeah. you stole my thunder <laughs> um no but i in, in my present so i had to do a, a big presentation about a program mm. proposal that i wanted to do and i included as one of the things as part of my program, a screening of the film Paris is Burning, mm. because I wanted to see how the room would react to that. If mm. I if there were people in the room that knew what that was and if, and responded in an affirmative kind of way, mm. I was like, OK, well, that's going to be a space that I can at least I can at least be in. If the if it was like completely dead and nobody even knew what I was talking about, well, I would have been a little less. Oh, confident i knew that i could go into that space and it like well jana was the one who knew who it was and i when i went home i was like okay if i get this job there's one person mm. i know that i can be out to from the start and mm. and like yeah like connect with and be out from the start okay now apparently so i always sort of think that i come off as not obviously gay mm-hmm that's just kind of what I sort of imagine. However, mm -hmm. I have been told a lot since I moved up to Connecticut. Like my former boss, when I said that in a conversation, laughed at me hmm. because she was like, no, girl, you are <laughs> you. You I it's very clear when you talk to you that uh, you're you're a gay boy. And uh, not that it's a bad thing. I just I think I always sort of just assumed that people assumed I was straight until I came out to them. Hmm. But that's not so much the case. Hmm. Did you think I was gay when I interviewed? Um, I had a feeling that you were gay, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, it was the... I can't, I guess I'm no, not so I... hiding it anymore. Yeah, Which is just... good, I guess. Oh, for sure. But I, like, that's it's so interesting. But so when, just to get back to the interview part, did you do that? Like, is that a thing that you've done at other jobs where it was like, you want to get that 
out there when you were being interviewed, when you were in the yeah. process of it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I, like I, I, I sort of respect the idea that I can't, um, it's not, it's, it's not in my best interest to like come out from the get go in every situation, mm. but I can do things that at least let me measure the temperature of a place. Yeah. Um, my first, my first big job in Hartford was a charter or cultural center and there, their mission is social justice focused. So yeah. I was out from day yeah. one because I was like, well, this is the place for it. I'm, I'm fine. And, um, but in other, in other situations, cause I've also been a teacher in those things and you just sort of kind of, kind of feel out uh, the space mm -hmm. and, and you do that with people too. Mm. I mean, I have to do that with, I feel like I have to do that with people a lot. With, yeah. With, so it's, um, it's just something constantly that you're, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like um, we talked about this last week on the podcast uh, about coming out and that people think that coming out is a singular moment. It's mm. a one-time thing, but really it's it's a thing you do every day all the time. Mm. You're There's always somebody who doesn't know and you're always in a state of oh, coming out. Yeah, that's interesting. You have to do it all the time. And sometimes it's uh, more safe than others. Because mm. there are still people, I mean, I don't, I don't think maybe they don't, but there, there are a lot of people that I haven't officially come out to at work yeah just kind of weird for me because i think i'm a generally out person yeah so i get what would that look like like what, what would what you say like? how, how is I, I guess the conversation depends on the person right but like um i and just tell me if i'm not but um like how difficult is that uh it, de it, de depends, it depends on the person, on the person. Imagine, yeah yeah like so thank you neil neil provides a really great uh coming out tool mm. for me now because I can, in regular conversation, just say something like, well, my husband does this, or my yeah. husband is, is interested in that. So you, oh, yeah, when you thing say my that, husband so does. When you, because do you look for a certain, like a look on the other person's face? Do you, mm -hmm. yeah. It happened today. So today. I know, that's why I brought it up. I yeah, did. I noticed. That's that, yeah, what yeah. was happening. Yeah. So today we went to, uh, we did a radio show uh, about the, for the library, and uh, the, the guy who kind of ran the space, and like, he was, he was exuding some major dude bro. Mm -hmm. Some major like um, um, uh, macho man kind of yeah. vibes, yeah. and a lot uh, of leaning on stuff. <laughs> a lot of leaning was, on stuff. He had very fancy shoes. He was. <laughs> he wanted you to notice the shoes. <laughs> he was, you know, he was like he he was a very like forward guy, and um, he he mentioned the place my husband works at, and so I was able to kind of drop into the conversation. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, my it's my husband. He does that there, and I worked someplace else, and. Um, yeah, it's a good measure to sort of figure. I take on how he took it. What is your? Um, he responded fine. Yeah. Like I didn't. He didn't come off in a, in a he didn't come off homophobic mm -hmm. to me. Um, but he would leave a gay space. I, I yeah. believe. <laughs> I believe one hundred percent that he would leave the gay space. Probably he'd... two gay spaces. I was gonna say that probably the whole train car would be <laughs> his gay space. I feel like he would leave many, <laughs> yeah. many, many gay spaces. <laughs> Something that I've been curious about for about you mm -hmm. um, is. Because like I know you as I met you as uh, a very um, open, non-judgmental, like cool, straight guy. Mm. <laughs> You're yeah, a I cool. Mean, <laughs> You're a cool straight guy. Um, I wonder. Like, is that has that always been the case for you? I would hope so. I mean, beyond the the cool part. Can, um, <laughs> no, but uh, like. I don't feel like I'm a judgmental person. I think sometimes you can't help, you know, having a feeling about a, a certain thing. But like, I would hope that, you know, all of my friends see me as someone who they can they, they can come to and, and kind of 
uh, talk about anything with. Um, but it's not something like I practice, you know, I like, I think it goes back to that performative thing. And I, I hope that I never come across as being performative because it, I don't feel like I'm putting effort into it, Mm -hmm. you know, and I'm not trying to make myself sound like a saint here, but, um, I don't understand because I think we deal with it a lot and and in all, you know, every, everything that we do, we deal with people all the time. So we're always, and you know, whatever the, you know, they're judgmental about a whole bunch of things from where we work, how we work, things like that. Um, I mean, there's a, a certain stigma that comes with working at a public library. I mm-hmm. think well, how many times in the last two years have you gotten, oh, you get to read a book all day or <laughs> all the time. Right. So it, it's that immediate. I, I try to never assume that the thing the person does or is or whatever it is um, like, why go to that lowest common denominator? You know what I mean? Like for me, yeah. it's 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 almost the gut reaction everyone has when I'm like, oh, I work at a library. They're like, oh, you're a librarian who just reads books all day. Both of those things are false. I wish I was someone who could just read books all day. Um, so, you know, in the area that we're in, <laughs> yes, globally, there's that. There's yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, I think there's a lot of preloaded notions of everything. You know, um, so at, from from my standpoint, I, I just I don't know. It's hard for me to see it because I don't even the like. Okay, so in the library, you get a sense, any public space, you know, you work in retail, any, any, any public-facing thing, you know the moment you're talking to a crazy person, right? And that sounds super judgmental, <laughs> but then it's true, though. the person tries to lure you into a van to show you why sugar caused Newtown, which happened to me on my fourth day at the library, you know? And even in that case, I was, until he opened the back door of the van and showed me that he was eating a can of beans and living in the van with the new town posters on it <laughs> until I had the thought that like, Oh, this may be the last thing I see. I was trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. Cause I was like, there's no way he's going to murder me in this van. Spoiler. I made it. I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love how the roots of tolerance is <laughs> the root of tolerance is avoiding being killed in a van. Right. Yes. What, and I'm the guy in the van. Like I, no, I no. Know. <laughs> no, I'm not. That is not. I don't try to. No, no conspiracy theories. So okay, here's another here's a, another question that I. Yeah, I don't is, know if I answered the other one. No, so like this, what I really like about this is I get to ask you things in mm-hmm. a context which I would never ask you in. So are there like discernible ways that our friendship is different from your other male friendships? Um, except for the sex that you have with another man. No. <laughs> And that happens so rarely. So, <laughs> spoilers for a future episode. Um, <clears throat> no, really, like really, I, yeah. Okay, I, it's not. I, I feel very. Uh, I mean, I no, I don't. What do we do? We watch. I mean, we 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 kind of consume the same types of media. We yeah. I mean, it's different in that it's closer, but I don't think that. I think that's because it's you, you know, and I, I, yeah. I think like you and I have uh, a really good deep friendship where we can. Um, well, and you know, we're both writers. I'm sure you've mm-hmm. talked about it on the show before, right? But, um, you know, we have a writer's group. And that, to me, is a really, that's almost a more personal space than anything because yeah. that's sharing the thing inside. You, the thing you know you what make. I mean? Yeah. And now I don't even like, now I'll write a thing and, and I'll be in the middle of a paragraph and be like, oh, Cody will like that. You know? <laughs> so I, I, I don't. Same. Yeah. And I think that's, um, I guess it's different in that it's better. But I think that's a, uh, 
I, that's a you thing, yeah. you know, and, uh, and, 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 and your queerness is part of you. So that's part of it, yeah. I guess. But this is like, because that's just interesting to me because mm-hmm. I, I, there is a very distinct difference between my gay male friendships mm-hmm. and this friendship mm-hmm. beyond the fact that it's like the best friendship I've ever had mm-hmm. in the whole history of time. Because um, I've been keeping count since. Wow, the yeah. Start. So, yeah. Because we're both yeah. so old. So right. I was keeping. I was really keeping count. Um, but no, like there, there are. There's a. Um, but that. But that. And that has something to do with something entirely different about me. Mm-hmm. That's like, you know, gay male friendships are kind of centered around another kind of a set of expectations that are not mm-hmm. present here. Thank God, because that <laughs> would just be really fucked up. Um, but, but yeah, like they, for me, they're very different. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm much more guarded and much more like uh, like standoffish, and I'll per- I perform more With. than I do. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. And so I, so I mean, that's interesting. Yeah, that's but interesting. That's, to me. It's good though. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. I mean, I've I've, I've uh, um, I mean, I've mentioned it four times, so it's it's no secret that I'm a a comic book person. <laughs> um, but like that was a weird part of me because i you know i grew up being an athlete and there was this and, and, and like that was just all i was uh and that's how everyone knew me and you know at some point in my life i, I managed to gain 100 pounds which I, I lost eventually but um so i was l- literally the fat guy with uh broken glasses reading comic books <laughs> you know so that was like they went from like hey you played division one baseball the last time they saw me to oh, you gotta read this miracle <laughs> <laughs> like it was literally there was and that is literally what he's yeah, like when he's talking it's about the a, comic. It, but that was the smash cut it yeah. was like baseball player in college to oh god he thinks that poncho he's wearing makes him look thin <laughs> you know like <laughs> that was the that was the transition <laughs> Um, oh God! You need you needed a gay friend to make you not wear ponchos. It was a poncho. <laughs> it was a black poncho that I thought was slimming. <laughs> oh my God! That's they're never they're never slimming. No, they're not. Especially <clears throat> they're when it's ninety five degrees out and you're wearing a poncho and shorts. <laughs> I will say that like one. Th- not that I've taught you gay things, because I don't think I've taught you gay things. Yeah. Well, I taught you shade. I, you shade, use yeah. shade yeah, properly. Yeah, I didn't. That's right. But, um, and I've told you this many times, mm-hmm. I have become so much better at small talk, mm. guy small talk. Like, I can navigate um, predominantly straight male spaces better than I've ever navigated them before, because I, I watched, I learned it by watching <laughs> you. Um, I, I've learned, like... Small talk, yeah, like straight guy small talk. I've been able to pick up, which is a very, very useful tool. So I haven't, I've never been able to code switch that way, mm. and it's been very. See, okay, too. so code switching is something that I learned from you. That is oh, not yeah. something, yeah, that I that I'd been familiar with. Um, but so to put a button on the fat guy poncho story, oh, yeah, so, it sorry. was uh, no, it's um, so that to me was like, it was weird to be around friends that I'd always been around because they knew me as something else, you know. So then. You like I said, you you smash cut to fat guy in a little coat reading, yeah. uh, you know, Mr. Miracle. Um, it, I was a different person to them, and I was really, obviously self conscious. But it was hard for me to go out of the house to like be around old friends, and I was just meeting new friends, you know. Yeah. And I would not bring like I'd never bring the comic book stuff in to any conversation. Right. Um, and it sounds crazy because it's such a little thing, right? And it's something that I love so much. Um, but like then in in our friendship. It wasn't even a, I think the third thing I said to you was like, hey, you like Batman? And, you know, it's just, 
it, it, there, there's that like super easy give and yeah. take with us. So yeah, like I'll like on that. Like I, I, I read comics a little bit, mm-hmm. and I read graphic novels because they were fine. But I was never really like a comic book person. Right now, we work part time at a comic book store. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, and like literally, my entire bedside uh, shelf is just filled mm-hmm. with with comic books, and I now have like a box of single issue things oh, all yeah. over. I know it's bad, yeah, it's... but it was, and I'd like. It was because I was able to see how you loved them mm. that made that I was like, oh, I understand these, especially superhero comics. Like yeah. I get them now in a way I never did before, and that um, is because I saw how you loved them, and and like I love you, and it was a really great way to like yeah. connect into that world, that, which was which was great. And it, I mean, it was it was. For me, it was also like the the opening to uh, comics were like an opening to some creativity because I've always I had always written I always tried to write, um, but without like finding comics, I don't think I ever would have tried to do it and did it you know professionally yeah. for a while. Um, and, and I think that uh, in um, you know because I have a couple books out and I've done some things, uh, but when I started the job here before you got here, there was some creative. You know, but not. It wasn't really. Um, it was just the thing I did on the side. I feel like it's now at the forefront since we've become friends. You know that mm-hmm. like you you've pulled that part out of me again, which which is something that you know I'm eternally eternally grateful for. Um, and I think that's another piece of our friendship that that. Uh, um, I don't. It's it's. I won't. It's not entirely unique because I think we we also hang out with some other other writers that, that yeah, help do that but cool. like you're the first person i show the thing to yeah same you know? yeah same although you don't read them it right takes away. me a while to read <laughs> them i'm yeah i'm like on about... my smartphone reading the thing yeah no your responses are i i'm shamed uh, by your responses <laughs> <laughs> well i get excited to read your new stuff oh. i get it I exi- i'm excited to read your stuff too I'm... five days later <clears throat> well have yeah. you read them yet no um i did the last time you made me read it in front of you while we were at the cafe <laughs> Well, I figured it was my only it was, shot. It was smart. It was either like, get it done now, or it's never going to happen. Um, I do have new pages for you to read in that story, Okay, cool. By the way. So, yeah, well, cool. Well, thank you. Thank you for doing no, this. Um, thank thanks for, for coming yeah, on, our, on my, our queer podcast. Um, it's funny, like you mentioned earlier, I uh, taught you what code switching was. You're sort of witnessing a little bit of code switching, mm-hmm. because I'm not the podcast version of myself ever at the library. Yeah, yeah, This no. is a different... I, I knew Version. that the moment that you hit record. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. But thank you. My, and, and, oh. and like, I'm actually, no, it was a fun conversation, but I'm also like actually very happy to share with all the people who listen to the podcast my friendship with you because it is literally one of the most important oh, thank relationships you. ever. Feel the same me. way. And yeah. uh, hopefully it wasn't boring and horrible and no. everyone will hate me. No. Neil is going to listen to this mm-hmm. and mercilessly pick on us. And be like, you gay. Look how gay you guys are. <laughs> he will comment on how gay this conversation is. Perfect. Uh, which is great for bearded fruit. <laughs> that, hey. It is the point. Um, as always, uh, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Uh, and uh, we will continue to be putting out episodes whenever we can. Like question mark. Hopefully on a regular basis again. Uh, so keep listening. And uh, we'll see you soon.